This is the Black Creative Handbook with your host Cassandra Lauren Gordon. This podcast will help to inspire, motivate and give that blueprint, the manual for success for people in the creative businesses, for people from the African and Black diaspora to help us just move along, get that bag, and no more starving artist syndrome. No, out the door. Co-work with us. Be with us and be successful and get the gems. You might have heard in the podcast or you're going to hear it soon that this was called the Creative For You podcast. Don't worry about that. It's Creative For You. Let's be successful and be positive. Hi, this is the Creative For You podcast. Cassandra Lauren Gordon, your host. And I'm here with... Vontel Eyewear. <laughs> okay, great. Can we say your names? Hi, I'm Tracy. And I'm Nancy. Okay. Now I'm going to read you about this amazing creative brand, a luxury eyewear brand, which I found. And I just, I just was so amazed by the vitality and the colours. So, Tracy is the CEO of The Design, so I'll call you The Designer, and Nancy is the Chief Operation Officer, looking at the operations and the marketings and how she makes it just look fabulous online. So, Vontel, have, have I got it right? Have I pronounced it? Yes, absolutely. Great. Was founded in 2019 to satisfy, sorry, to satisfy just just meet the demand of the vibrant fashion forward <laughs> eyewear. Sorry, I'm a tongue twister today. Each of the products and the accessories are designed to pay homage to our African ancestry and traditional colors and patterns that channel our African, Caribbean and Latino heritage. The patterns use textiles and designs from all of the materials like mud cloth and kente cloth. These designs are tailored to empower humanity to see the world through cultural and global lens. Wow, I just love how it's just put that there. There's literally like with your eyes and through the lens. Okay. Vontel translated from French means there she goes or to go. And they make sure that the designs command every room. So when you go, you see it and you just look fabulous. Sorry, I just put my little, I'm just so excited about the brand. I put my own little spin on it. But Vontel works to address the vision, health disparities in deserving communities of colour. Each year, the portions of the proceeds goes to support an NGO, which is partnering with WIN, what the acronym is W-I-N, Women in Need, a New York City organisation with 11 shelters to provide proceeds and eyewear to the women and family in need. Oh, so much to put in there, so much to pack there. Um, so I just wanted just to uh, just start like how we do in this podcast is with getting to know the creators, right? Getting to know you before we talk about all of your great designs. So first of all, my number one question, I usually have lots of questions, but I'm just going with the feeling from today is... What advice would you give your 10-year-old self? Well, um, I'm actually wearing a shirt today. I don't know if you can see it. It says, dream and do. Ah. So my 10-year-old self, I would say, dream it and do it. Okay, understood. And, and yourself? 
So for me, my 10 year old self would something very similar that no matter if you put in the hard work that you will get everything that you deserve that's positive in the world. You put out positive energy is another thing because a lot of times we just don't speak positivity and the what we speak is what we become. Absolutely, absolutely. So what are you curious about right now? Hmm. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not, I don't have a whole lot of curiosities, um, you know, because we're living in a society with so many things that are happening around us right now, including this pandemic, which has, I'm curious to know if I could, if I had a crystal ball to know when this will be over. Right. That would probably be something that I'd love to know, because we're all suffering through this. And mm. I just wish the world as a whole, we could all just be on one level plane and just really um, abolish this, get past it so that we can get to something called normalcy again, because it's it's ruined the way it is right now. I feel you. That's a lot. I'm not as deep as Nancy. I think I'm more curious about, you know, wh where we're going in the future in terms of our eyewear line. You know, we have so many ideas in our brains and I'm just curious on, you know, you know, how, the, how are we gonna be received, you know, globally? Like we're talking to you in London and it's like, I'm excited, but again, how are we gonna be received? I'm curious about, you know, we know how we're received in the U.S. and people love it. But when you go other places, I'm curious to know, you know, what do you want where you live? And I think, it, I mean, we assume that everybody wants the same thing. I assume everybody wants the same color and pattern and they want to live out loud. Um, but I'm curious to know what other people want. Right. And we want to be able to serve everyone. Right. Our, our designs is for everyone, no matter the age, no matter the color. You know, we did a lot of research in doing these glasses and we found that African-Americans, as well as Japanese and Indian-Americans, East Asian, they have a hard time finding glasses that fit their faces because the glasses are either too short or, or too tight here. So we purposely made our bridges a little bit bigger, our temples a little bit longer. If you have higher cheekbones, these glasses are, you know, they cover your face, right? You, they're comfortable. So I'm just curious to make sure that everyone out there is happy with what we're doing. Wow, it's interesting that you said that with your research of making it very accessible, but very stylish for, you know, different people. Because I, I never would, would, would think that like, okay, you have to make things bigger. Because I used to wear glasses, right? Um, and I was thinking it always never really fits. I never thought, ah. Because we of my nose. Them, <laughs> we made them to fit our faces. Our faces are a little bit bigger. Mm -hmm. We have, like I said, stronger features in terms of thicker, you know, cheekbones and stuff like that. So I'm just curious to make sure that, you know, we are bringing something to the market that everyone can can love. Okay, cool. And finally feel comfortable when they wear their glasses. Okay, amazing, amazing. Sorry, I just I just had like an epiphany. I was like, why never my glasses fit? But you weren't around, but now you're around now. Now I feel more comfortable wearing glasses because yeah. I was just getting annoyed. Like, why is it falling off? <laughs> okay, so let's start from the beginning, from your beginning. So I read in your um, bios and online that you started from a corporate and government background. So how did you get to here? What was the journey from there to now? She said it's a corporate journey. Yeah, yeah. So, um, well, we both had a corporate <laughs> journey. Um, both, sorry. You know, I, when I, we, we met in college. 
Okay. So we went to a historically black um, college and university, Morgan State University in Baltimore, Maryland. So that's where we met some, you know, years ago when we were 28. Uh, we're 28 now. Yeah, when we were, when <laughs> of course, we were, of course. We were 17, we're 28 now. <laughs> All right. Um, so we met in college and our journey start from there. And I think we, you know, I, I was always interested in numbers and I was doing finance and I was doing my mother's taxes when I was like 15. So after a while, you know, I just majored in finance and got my, you know, undergraduate degree and then my master's in finance. And then I worked at the mayor's office and you just kept going on that trajectory, right? And eventually I became a CFO of a hospital system um, and just worked my way in New York City, grinding, grinding. And, you know, things happen in life. And, you know, I lost my glasses and I called her <laughs> and say, hey, I lost these very expensive glasses. I'm so upset. I said, but I'm looking for new glasses and they all look the same. And she said, well, I lost a pair of glasses too. And before you know it, she was like, you know, I was like, you know, can we get something with African print on it, some designs? And then Nancy was like, there's a fashion week in Paris. I'm going to book it. We're going to go. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Paris? What are you talking about? Right. And she uh, booked the trip and then we went to Paris and then the rest is history. Yeah. I mean, we went from really basically saying that there's a void and again, we couldn't find glasses that always fit us accurately. And we really started to put pen to paper and say, we can really do this. And here we are yeah. with you. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, that's amazing. And, and what I've read as well, that you're both best friends. So you're best friends, right? <laughs> and you go into business. So I've never been in business with, with my friend, not to try to make anything negative or anything, but how is it having a co-founder working that co-founding dynamics? Like, how does it work for you? I think it's awesome and it could crumble a relationship that's not stable, but Tracy and I have both very strong personalities and we both tell each other how we feel and we're honest with it and we can accept each other. And the good thing is that we've been that way for years. I can even down to dating, Tracy would be harsh with the people I was dating with. And I, I took it. I mean, I, I understood what she was saying. And I was like, you know what? She's right. And within a few days, that person was probably history. So, and not just by what she was saying, but because I had to take an inner look because this person knows me. I have, you know, three really great friends and we are all very candidly and honest with each other. And if, if you can't be that way, then you really shouldn't be my friend. Don't sugarcoat things. And that's how we are with each other. She's very smart, extremely p- performs on a very high level. And I'm exactly the same. I'm industrious. I do a lot of research and I love to get out there and do new things. I am a serial entrepreneur, so to speak. So for me, as soon as she said, do you think we can do this? few days later, I started looking online to see if there were any black eyewear design manufacturers. We may have come across one or two. Now we've come across a few. However, they still didn't carry the designs that we were looking for. We were looking for things that had more artistry to them, stylish, that had more panache and a certain oomph to it, you know, pizzazz. And those are the things that were missing because we didn't see those vibrant prints. That was the thing. We didn't see the textures, the prints or the patterns. And as you can see, we have masks to match our beautiful glasses. So when we were looking, we were looking for something that had Ankara prints, something that had mud cloth, kente, none of that existed. 
And we said, you know, there's so many. And, and the thing was, we didn't know if it could actually happen. We figured, well, the reason it's not out there is because maybe it can't happen, you know, but we found the right manufacturer and the right team to help us with the creative, um, the creative dream. And here we are today doing it. So working with Tracy has been, in my opinion, one of the best experiences because we are alike, but we are also very night and day. Night and day. So very complimentary of each other mm. and accepting of each other. Would you say? Yeah. And and our work experiences, I think we would not be able to be successful as business owners if we didn't have our prior corporate, you know, experiences. Mm. You know, Nancy knows marketing like the back of her hand. She worked for huge uh, you know, TV and television and, and magazine and publications. So she already knows the ins and outs. So that helped us with the business in terms of starting to market and everything because of the finances. I know about the taxes and the quarterly taxes and the sales tax and all the stuff that we have to do to keep the business running, how to do a return on investment, a business plan and all those things. So I think, you know, you realize that the experiences you have lead you to, you know, every job, every step, every step. So don't knock what you're learning to do now because you're going to build on that maybe 10 years from now. You're gonna use that experience to do what you're doing now. Mm, mm. So it just seems like both of you kind of complement each other with your with your, with your your strengths. So it seems like sometimes when you have creative businesses, aka me, sometimes the finances is not really. So, um, so you have the best of both. You've got the marketing, which you need to make money, and then you can actually deal with the money and the operations to make sure that everything's all viable. So that sounds like a great pairing. Yeah, the marketing and sales is mine, the finance is hers, and we both together combine, come with the de- with the design factor because we initially were going to only come out with 12 designs and because, as Tracy says, we couldn't agree, <laughs> we decided to do all 37 designs. 37! 37. Yes, 37. We rolled out with 37. Okay, break that down for me. Because how did you, okay, let's start with the design concepts because I can see you doing a great um, eye zoom fashion show here. <laughs> how did you come from your heads to like, okay, so, some people were like, all right, I'll just try one or two. You see how it goes. But from like being a year or nearly two years and you're like, nope, put it out in the universe. How did you get from one design and trialing that to 37? Could you explain that process? I would say that, you know, (laughs) our people, I'm just going to say it, are very creative, right? And when you start, we wanted pattern and we started shopping and we started looking at patterns. So, you know, you have the mud cloth, we have like this Aztec print and, you know, we have so many prints, the glasses that Nancy has on, we, you know, this is the actual fabric. So we started with fabric first and then we started to draw out what we wanted. And you know, unfortunately, unfortunately with glasses, in order to get the patterns on, you need real estate, right? So we knew we were doing bigger glasses to fit our faces. So this was great. We have a nice real estate on to put the patterns. But then we had to find a manufacturer who, first of all, saw our vision, understood what we were trying to do, which was really hard because we went to Paris and I think they all looked at us like we were crazy. Uh, but we did find one guy who said, you know what? I know what you want to do. We can do it. And, you know, we started drawing and Nancy learned how to use Corel Draw and we started putting the glasses in, you know, the shape, the pattern where we wanted to see the pattern, either on the bottom or on the top or all over. And 
we had the fabrics, you know, we live in Brooklyn, New York. It's a, a huge diaspora of yeah, African, Mecca. Mecca, you know, Caribbean, Hispanic, everything. So you go to any store, any store, they're selling fabrics because they do the Eastern Parkway parade here. They do, you know, we have the Puerto Rican Day parade here. People get dressed up. So once you get the fabric, it was just basically saying where we want and how we want to make the glasses. Mm -hmm. And then the pandemic hit. And we said, well, we already have the fabric. We might as well just make masks. So before you know it, we just made masks to go with them. So now we coined the phrase hashtag full face fashion because now you have your glasses and your mask to match. Amazing. And, and basically, we, you know, that's how we got here. I mean, we, you know, and then we did color. You know, we want color, right? People want not just black, but we have red. We have these in red, yellow, green, and black. And they have the kente pattern on the side. Okay. And this is not cloth. This is actually acetate. The same acetate on the front is the acetate on the side. They were able to replicate the pattern to its preciseness to get it on the glasses. So you seem like you got, I don't want to put a pun, but a great eye for detail for <laughs> your for, for, for your glasses and, you know, seeing things through a cultural lens. Yes. Right. I'll yes. get out of the way all those, all, all those puns, but I'm just hearing you and it just made me reflect about embracing and celebrating your identity and your heritage and just to give you some background for me as a jeweler and black as you can see or black in the UK as a jeweler I was really I was kind of discouraged or maybe it might to like oh you know I wanted to do like jewelry about aki I'm from Jamaican heritage I'm like the aki the, the, the national fruit and people are like oh don't do it people won't understand you don't do black stuff and because my name my name sounds quite English, Cassandra Lauren Gordon. Um, people don't assume, but when unless they meet me, but I'm actually black, right? So only since the last year, I'm like, I'm really trying to embrace my hair. I just don't care anymore what the industry says. So it's just so refreshing that it's not hidden. It's not a little kind of you know abstract thing. You you you're showing your heritage and That's you're it. paying homage, you know, in yeah. every different way as possible so I just find that quite really refreshing did was there a sense of doing that because obviously you made it bigger and um, you know to make sure it fits different um, dem demographics and um, faces and features but what made you purposely made a conscious decision of embracing and paying homage to different cultures and and, and, and heritage I would have to say that one I'm I'm black. You, I cannot deny that. I will never deny that. We were raised in a culture and we both went to an HBCU that celebrated blackness. We would walk on campus with dashikis and head wraps and we were colorful. We came from an era that from our parents were from the 50s and 60s who were I'm black and I'm proud and they would hold up the fist and that really meant something. And we could not deny that. So it wasn't a hard decision to come to to say this is what we want to see for graduation at every hbcu it's very common that they wear a kente around their neck with the scarf There's why is that I, i'm not i'm not familiar yes, I, so I, um, of black colleges and universities across america all of them when upon graduation there is a scarf that is celebratory, that has the kente cloth and woven on it is the name of the college along with the year that you graduate. So it is very common if you have graduated or have attended or have seen, if you have watched programs where they celebrate 
um, you know, Black history, it's very common in, in America. We, we may not all wear it as boldly, but we are all somehow connected to it, would you say? Yeah, and I, and I will also add to that, that, you know, we saw something that was missing because yeah. we wanted it. Like, you know what, we lost our glasses. Mm-hmm. I was, it was two things that we wanted. We wanted to buy our next pair of glasses from a black owned company. Yeah. That was the first thing. I was like, I, you know, even if it's a plain Jane pair of glasses, I want to buy from a black owned company. And then the second thing I said, you know, I want the pattern. This is our culture. Why that can't we, even Indian culture, fatigue patterns. I mean, every culture has different patterns. Why should I buy the glasses that all look the same? And then before we know it, you know, we just started saying, you know what, we could do this ourselves. It's missing in the in the industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, people do want more. People are on Zooms all day and, you know, Google Meets and all these virtual meetings. And all you see is your face. And this really shows a little bit of your personality. Mm-hmm. So it just became, you know, this is what we wanted to see. And we wanted to buy from our own. And, you know, the more research that we did, we realized that the eyewear industry is really owned by these huge conglomerate companies who own just about all the name brands. I don't care if it's, you know, Gucci, Tom Ford or Prada, whatever. One company owns all of it and makes all of it. And then you realize that, you know, we need glasses. It's a medical necessity. You need them. You cannot see without them. And there's not enough African-Americans who have a part of creating glasses for us. For our own people, right? It's a big business. They in, in America alone, 164 million Americans bought glasses last year, and 218 million bought sunglasses. Not even prescriptions. And this is the Vision Council. These are not made up numbers. So right? basically, you know, globally, it's a billion-dollar industry. They they project by 2027 that people will spend 257 billion dollars on eyewear. And you have to realize African-Americans get if that much of that amount of money. So it just made sense for us to kind of say, you know what, it's time. We want to celebrate our culture. We want to be a part of this business. I love, we love glasses. And it just, you know, like I said, a little accident, you know, losing our glasses kind of led us here. But the more research that we did, we realized it's so important that we have stuff made by us for us. And that we're creating a legacy. Absolutely. So what I'm hearing is like, you you know, it's great. Okay, I'm, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Okay, so why, so what, what you highlighted to me is like, why is it important to have a black owned business? Because you want to show that representation, you want to express yourself in a certain way. Um, which might not the market will let you or have done it before. So you're setting a great precedent for that. But what I'm, what I'm, I want to ask you is what are the unique issues or challenges or experience you have of being a black owned luxury eyewear business? What is, why is it unique than a regular, you know, Gucci Tom Ford person? What makes your experiences as business owners different? Well, one, like Tracy said, it's a male dominated business. Okay. Two, and two is that it's a annual, about almost $170 billion annual business that does not include us. It excludes us. So we do not have a seat at the table. Okay. So we have to create that. We have to build the table and then we have to have our own seats there. Mm. Another portion of that is that even though we're here, 
it's difficult to get distribution. Mm. So we are mainly online because you have large companies that own, like Tracy said, they're very large, but not only do they manufacture and design and license all of the large brands, but they also own the stores Mm. that you go into and they own the vision and medical um, insurance companies. So they have their hands in there multiple times and it does not leave space or room for other people to get into. And even when you do, you have to fight to get the crumbs that fall off of the table. And we're not crumb snatchers. We are here to sit at the table and really be a part of this equation. And it's, it just doesn't exist. It's, you know, for us being new, one, first being, it's, it's, we got all the things in our little pocket here, right? We're black, we're women, we're a new company, and we're bringing something that has culture into the, into the atmosphere that's new. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to market all those things. And, you know, we don't have the big dollar budgets that they have, right? Because like Nancy said, they own everything. They already, they can throw a million dollars to do uh, commercials and ads and give backs. So we have to continually do these type of podcasts. We're doing interviews. We're going out. We actually went to our optometrist office yesterday in New Jersey. We literally carry our bag with the glasses to say, do you want to buy these? Right. So we have to go store by store by store to sell. We don't have, you know, so that's the hardest part. We don't have those big dollars. So that's like really a, a an obstacle, but not an obstacle that we can't overcome. And right. like I said, we are willing to do the hard work. Uh, you know, like we were out yesterday going to a store. We were to be met with two people and say, hey, you want to buy these glasses? We'll go out again tomorrow. And we just keep going. And, you know, more people find us. They love it. Like, it's refreshing. We, yeah. The guy we went to yesterday, he's a doctor um, in New Jersey. And his whole wall, every pair of glasses look exactly the same. They literally was like a little bit bigger, a little bit smaller, but literally all the same colors. And when we came with our glasses, he was like, wow, this is what we need. Yeah. Right. So people want something more. Yeah. Um, it's just finding us. And like I said, the more marketing that we do, we've been lucky to you found us. Um, you know, uh, we were in Black Enterprise. Um, we was on a Good Morning America digitally. So we're we're getting there. It's 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 a slow journey. Yeah. But you know, we actually enjoy that because I think because <laughs> it's ours. It's ours. But <laughs> and then you know what? You you know, if it hits you immediately, you're never really ready for everything, right? So we're slowly ramping up and we're getting there. We're telling our story and people are like, yeah, you know, I like it. And again, we found we found success with our not you know our white colleagues as well. There's a couple women who just put the glasses on because they love patterns and they're like oh my god this fits me like and they, they have different structured faces as well so nobody's monolithic right we don't all look the same we don't all sh- think the same way but people are hungry for for new and cultural and you know even now today with the dna testing everybody's doing dna testing you find out everybody's mixed with everything <laughs> so you might as well just buy the glasses <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you because doesn't everything start from Africa anyway? That's so, it. You know, whether people want to believe it or not, it's there, it's there, it's science, right? That's I was going it. to ask you about that, about your, your customer base. Because obviously you're expressing your African and Latino and all the, you know, different heritage um, heritage and that kind of thing. But I was going to ask you, does, um, you know, I don't know if you say it in America, like Caucasian or white people, I don't know what the, the political word these days are. Basically, non-black people buy from you. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes, yes, yes. And like I said, we, you know, we were initially like 
you know, as we as we started this company, our vision was for African Americans and you know, brown people, Spanish, Hispanic, and you know, people of color, people of color, Indian, and as well. But again, the feedback has been, I love pattern, and everyone who loves pattern, and people who want glasses that fit. Um, and like I said, I have Japanese friends who said they go to all the name brand places and they can't find glasses that fit because their faces are more rounder. The space from their face to their ear is a little bit wider and they put these glasses on and they love them. Amazing. So we're not going to limit anybody. Yeah. You it's, know, you it's, made for, it's made by us, but it's for anyone who embraces culture. We'll just Thank say you. Thank you for saying that because I don't know, maybe the, the culture's a bit different in here in England and um, over in the US, but I just want to double check. And I don't want to be controversial. It all comes out of love because sometimes people might say, I don't want to wear it. Just Okay, I'll give you an example. Let me, let me give you some context. So I don't know, like, this is random, but it's, it, it will make sense. Last year, I was doing lots of stuff for a- activism stuff. And then these lovely Caucasian white ladies would ask me, because I wear braids a lot, I talk about braids a lot, and they're like, I just want to ask you, can I wear braids like you? And I'm just like, live your life, but you need to know where the origin's from. So what I'm trying to say, some people might love your designs who are not black or not from a certain heritage. And I don't want to be seen as um, culturally appropriating. You know what I mean? So, So what I'm trying to say, people love you. And they love your heritage, and they celebrate your um your 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 black business. Why can't they wear it? Because they can the, wear money, it. the money's coming to you, and to support you, and and create and create a, a legacy. No, you're right. They can wear it. Everyone can wear it. I mean, I think we 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 even started out with our idea of what was a female glasses and what was a male glass, and we have guys wearing like the white shades. I mean, we we're like, wait a minute, that we thought that was for women. So you know, you can't. It's beauty subject is subject to the person, and we find guys love this. We're buying this more than some of the women. Girls love this. I mean, you know, color ethnicity, none of that matters. I think it's what you find that you love that fit your face. And if they fit your face and you feel comfortable in them and you love pattern, these are for you. It has nothing to do with, you know, like I said, our start was for cultural, but at the end we realized it's neither sex, you know, it's unisex and they are for everyone. Okay, so what I'm seeing is the glasses for medical purposes. But what about your sunglasses? Tell me more about those. Ooh, same thing. So the sunglasses that we have, Tracy's about to sport the mud cloth oversized glasses that are rich in texture. They're brown with the mud cloth known for the actual cloth and how the pattern is made. So they, all of our glasses, we would like to say that first and foremost, you can put any type of lens that you like. So these are sunglasses that I have on. But I decided that I didn't want them to be sunglasses. I decided I wanted them to be regular corrective lenses that transition to sunglasses. So this is how you buy them. If you decide that you don't want them, that you want just maybe your regular prescription, you can do darkers, sunnies, with your prescription in it. Or you can make them clear like I did here. 
So you have the option. So with our glasses and, and we do prescription lenses, that's the other really great piece and affordable. So any of our glasses that we have, if you decide that you don't want the mirror lens, this pink mirror lens with your prescription or without, that you can do it with a clear lens with prescription. So it's totally up to you how you want to wear the glasses. We don't dictate your style, your look, your verb. That is completely up to you understandable understandable so it sounds like you can customize you can make it bespoke created for somebody and personalized you know and I think that's yeah. the great things with businesses like yours because you know you can go straight to the owners and they can customize it make it personal and you know and it's a luxury item so people should be it's not it's not disposable fashion this is um, something that they'll keep for the rest of their their lives and they, yeah, and they should value it and, yeah. and it suits their life lifestyle as well right right yeah. The face, your face is the centerpiece and our glasses is the alluring piece that really makes the statement for you. That's it. Absolutely. Okay. I'm going to ask you this and it might be a silly question. I might be weird, right? But sometimes I find it really hard to find glasses what suit me, right? And we live in, in a virtual world and I go online a lot. How do I know if I'm spending my money <laughs> how do I know because the worst thing is it's like in my head it looks amazing but the next day I don't know if it looks amazing obviously your, your glasses are amazing but I'm thinking about my shape what 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 advice do you have someone who's a bit hesitant on your website I'm like I want those but I'm not sure it might suit my face nothing wrong with your design it's about my face how no. do you how, how do we get around that well, one of the things that I would like to say is that you should actually maybe look and do a little bit of research to see this, you know, you, your face is a little bit rounder, right? So I would look to see the type of glass that is that they say is suited for me. The other thing is, luckily for us, is that in another week or two, we are going to have a virtual try-on program on our website. So you can actually go onto our site and have a virtual experience to see how the glasses look on your face before you make that ultimate purchase. Mm. So there are a number of things that you can do to see so that you can curate the right type of glass that's going to fit your face. Tracy has a face that fits almost every pair of eyeglasses, <laughs> right? And so that's a great thing. When we were doing this and we were trying things on, there were things that didn't look so great because my nose is just a little bit wider, you know, and so things just didn't look as great. But I did find the glasses that I like the best. These look actually great on me that she has on right here. Um, but overall, you should do your own research and be comfortable with the fit. That's not our job to determine how you look, because again, it's subjective because I may think in my head, wow, those are too big for her or those are too small for her, but you think that they're perfect. So style is subjective. Style is subjective. Okay. It's just what you like. I yeah. think it's just what you like. I think once you put the glasses on virtually, when we have it on our website in another week or so, you'll be able to see, you know, the glasses that you can see, you could try them all on, all 37, and then you can see what you like the best. And then you're going to be like, oh my God, I need at least five of them. But <laughs> um, to me, they all... It's it's all like she said. It's all how you what you what you're wearing, how you like to be. Some people are like funky; they want to step out, and they want oversized. Some people want smaller. So it just depends. Some people want more color. Some people want less color. So you know, we have them in black. We have them in green. Mm -hmm. This is kind of toned down, but it still has the pattern. But it'll fit just about any face. So see, that that's what I like about the what you probably what you said nine to 
day to night because the thing is some people don't know depending on what in industry you work in and we're all working from home now but hopefully when we go back to new life if you're a lawyer an architect a, a media executive a doctor there's something to suit different lifestyles but still you can still express yourself yes. at the same time so it just seems like it, you you you're 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 marrying the like all workwear and and fashion wear and self-expression all all together so there's something for everybody to express yeah. themselves if you, you know if you got a corporate job and you need to look professional these are plain black in the front they don't have any they're mm-hmm. basic and just on the temple you see a little pattern which is like hey you know i'm representing myself I'm, you know got my little We're pattern pop. but i'm still good i'm still you know in that box so we made sure that we had, you know, and then we, we have our, our retro glasses, you know, that are very popular from back in the 70s. I mean, the wire, the little mud cloth pattern on the top, but it's not overdone. Like you could wear this into your office and still look good and still look, you know, and it'll, and it'll match your face. And, it, you know, so I think it's based on what you like. Awesome. And we made sure we had enough shapes and colors to, to make everyone happy. I think it was my I favorite. Think you- people can never you know complain because it just looks amazing you've got everything for every occasion you know yeah. this is this is this is amazing and, and I was just thinking okay since we're in this zoom world virtual world and um you know you're probably on a job or we're doing events or we're doing things online zoom styling all, all of a sudden is you know how we present ourselves online is very important right so obviously you have statement statement Thing, a statement piece for your face, right? How do you advise people with styling other things? Because it seems like when I'm looking at you, I see glasses first. I see, I see, I see you look. Which, 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 which you want? But people, are like, how can I wear other things? Because I see that you have some jewelry there, and I, obviously I'm a jeweler. So, um, like you know, I'm just trying to get deep into your mind of the lifestyle and styling. Like you put your glasses on. How do you make sure things are not too much? Because you want to show off the glasses, right? right yeah any tips about that like especially wearing jewelry and and i have opposite styles i'll let her (laughs) tell you her style i'm okay you know i feel like this just get dressed just get (laughs) dressed right don't worry about matchy matchy i'm not a matchy matchy person right i don't think you have to wear blue and yellow or you know just black but i threw on my pink blazer today i have my shirt i got on my jeans i have my little uh uh, snakeskin flats, right? They're like uh, a black and white lizard kind of thing, right? And I throw on whatever glasses. You don't have to match. Like you, you just want to get dressed, put on things that make you look good, and you put them all together. And before you know it, people are like, wow, oh, Tracy, Tracy put that together so nice. I wouldn't think that that goes, but that looks good, right? I mean, you're not doing a whole bunch of patterns together. But I'm a solid, I wear like a lot of solid jackets and stuff. So the glasses complement them. So it, it just works. I do like to match a little bit more than Tracy. <laughs> I am outgoing with my wardrobe. However, I'm also the type of person that in my closet, everything is organized. The blues are with the blues, the whites are with the whites, the pinks are with the pinks. So when I snatch items, I'm purposely pulling the colors that I know go together. So. But for the glasses, I'm finding that in the morning, I now for this particular show, I said, okay, I want to wear the blue with the blue. But when I'm leaving the house, like Tracy said, in a rush, I'll just pull on anything and whichever pair of glasses are last on the dresser. And I have all 37, but whichever pair I grab is what I grab on my way out the door. And it doesn't really matter because our glasses allow you to, you don't have to shop for our glasses, even though you may want to 
get a whole new wardrobe to just go with the glasses because they're that freaking beautiful and sophisticated and everything that you can think about. But your old wardrobe works too because our glasses complement anything. Okay. See, it's all in one here. So I'm very happy to hear that. So we're usually at the last question. We usually ask um, like the best testimonial, the best thing the client has said about your, um, about, about your design. So something like that. What, what would you like to share? Oh, well, we had, we got the best testimony. Yeah. We would have to show it to you. But uh, one of our good friends, her and her husband both bought a pair and immediately out the box, they, they didn't even like it comb their morning. hair. Like they didn't do any, they just put the glasses on and did a whole testimony saying Online. how wonderful the glasses were, how clear the lens, they both got prescriptions and one of them had a really high prescription, how clear the lenses were and how beautiful the patterns were, how the masks match. Cause you know, we're all still wearing masks here. Um, you know, and they were just so happy. Yeah. So I think when someone does that immediate, they just open the box they didn't even put makeup on. It was just like, this is so good. These glasses are great. Go to Vontel Eyewear immediately. Uh, we were so happy. Yeah. And again, they were, you know, a husband and wife team. He got the Blue Nile. He got these. And she, see, Blue Nile was, he bought these, right? And we have men and women wearing these. It has a nice pattern on the side. And the wife got the half geezers. The geezers, yeah, which I'm looking for. I can't find them. They're all over, but they were, they're from this brand. And she, something similar to this. She got these and they were just loving them. So, and again, shape, two different shapes, two different colors. It was really their enthusiasm. And the fact that they said right off the top, we didn't even change our night clothes yet. We just had to get up and do this video because we were amazed at everything about this and these glasses and the women behind the glasses that made this happen. And it was about a minute and 30 second video, about 90 seconds that they did. And it was just awesome that they said they had to stop everything that they were doing just to do that video live. And then we had another woman who texted us because she loved the packaging. She called us a uh, classy. Oh, classy, sassy. And badassy. badassy. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, this product is classy, sassy, sassy and, and badassy. <laughs> so we love that testimony. Right. That, was, that was a beautiful one. Yeah. So it's those little things that let us know we are on the right track yep. and just keep going. And we will continue to pursue our wildest dreams because our journey has only just begun. We're only at stop number one, right? <laughs> we're, we're not a full year yet. So we literally, this is going to be a company that you will hear about in years to come, the way you hear the name, you know, I don't want to give anybody's name, but the way you hear classic names, that is what you will hear from Vontel years to come. Yep. The brand, we, we were building a brand. We started out with glasses, of course. We feel our brand is limitless. You know, we have more ideas. We're already starting on a wood line. We have a few um, glasses in, the, in this current collection that have wood on it, um, like these right wood here. Pattern, yeah. But wood pattern, uh, not wood pattern, but a wood design. Wood design yeah. So we're gonna do another more wood type design because we got a lot of feedback that people love the wood. Uh, so we're working on other designs, but, you know, we can do a home line one day. We can go into apparel. We see Vontel as being, you know, one of those staple companies that you come to for everything that you need. Yeah, but our staple 
are eye is eyewear. That's what brought us to this juncture. That's what we started with. Yeah. That's what we started with. Okay. Well, I just feel so inspired and so envious of your glasses and your style and the enthusiasm and just the, the grit because sometimes when you go on Instagram or in the social media world, you're like, oh, I just put something on Instagram and then I'm a million dollar business and it doesn't always work that way. And it's just so great to see you both got each other's back and how much you grind and how much you're passionate about your product. Because people just push products and they don't even care about their products. So it's just like, yeah. I just feel like anyone who buys from you, they know that it's coming from a great place and they just want to support you and support the designs. This is not charity. You're making high quality products, right? Yeah. Which no one can really get. And, you, and you're fulfilling a need, which when I used to wear glasses, <laughs> Well, I'll definitely get sunglasses, but when I used to wear glasses, that's why I stopped wearing it because um, something used to happen when I, you know, I don't know, um, when I, I think when I was at university, I used to stare at the screen a lot and my eyes used to yeah. hurt and I had to wear glasses. And I was like, then I fed up. And this could have been my solution, you know, yeah. of wearing something so amazing and so creative and solve my medical needs. But yeah, so... How can we're still people here for get... you, Cassandra. We're but, here for you. Yeah. One no, day, definitely. you can call us. We'll just... Absolutely. Yeah. We can give you some shades. You always need shades to block the yeah. sunlight. Yeah, definitely need shades. Block out all the haters in my life. <laughs> um, um, you know, hopefully um, last year in England, it was quite sunny. So I'm hoping it can be oh. sunny. I don't know how sunny it is in um, New York but um, sometimes, but I'm just going to wear it anyways because it's got to block the haters in, in, in my life. Right. Um, I was going to ask you, um, anything else you want to say and how do people get in contact with you and see your loveliness and see your, see your amazing glasses? I do want to point out um, one thing. We are working with an organization called WIN, Women in Need. It is very important to us near and dear because these are women in shelters and there are 12 shelters across New York City, the five boroughs. And so we are working on our first event with them to give back and give glasses to the women and the children who have vision um, impairments. So we're really excited about that. And Tracy can also talk to the fact that because we lost our glasses, that we have something special that we offer to our um, to our, customers, our yeah. consumers. So, you know, again, we stated that we lost our glasses and it was, you know, horrible for us. And that's how we started this whole business in the first place. But we realized that glasses, like I said, is a medical necessity. You need them. If you, you need to drive, to see your schoolwork, to do everything. So from the year of purchase, one date, uh, one year from the date of purchase, if you lose your glasses, we will place them with the exact same player glasses no charge. If they break within a year, because if something happens, you, you know, you, you, your kids sat on them, you rolled on them, you forgot, <laughs> you send them back, we'll pop out the lenses, put them in to the new ones, and you'll keep going and send them back. So we it's offer a one-year replacement. One-year replacement, yep. That's amazing! I never thought that's... I never knew that! Yeah. No, I, I say this because how much times I broke glasses before and I had to pay it. For, so, okay. So why did you say that from the start? I didn't, <laughs> that. I didn't know. I'm just amazed. But especially when you spend X amount of money, especially on prescription glasses and the horror of when you lose it, I felt pain. <laughs> Yeah, we, so, felt, we felt pain. That's how we got here. Because <laughs> we wanted to like, oh my God, they're so expensive. Right. So we offer, yes, from a data purchase within one year, if you break them within one year, you you know, you lose them, whatever. Right. You send us, you know. But just to be clear, that does not mean the lenses. 
the lenses you're responsible for. We're talking about frames only. No, but it's but but sometimes yeah. sometimes you can't get the frame and it's very yeah. annoying. And okay, so it just seems like okay. I'm just working it in my brain because I didn't know that, which is amazing. Like it just it just seems like you got the designs, you got the lifestyle, you adapt, you adapt into uh, different faces. You make you can make it bespoke. It's personable, and you've got people's back. Because life happens <laughs> and you've got people's back and people can get to you. Oh my God. And it's black owned. So, you know, why not? I don't see why no one else cannot. Why not? You're right. I mean, this is, this is for everyone. This is for you. This is helping the community. This is helping, you know, this is for someone who really is like loves pattern and just like, you know what? I'm stepping out. I'm stepping out. I look good. I'm you stepping look out. Good, Thank you. Yeah. So what's your tagline? It goes, let, let's go. Is it let's go? Uh, so, so to go, like you go. To there go. You go, exactly. There you go, you girl, I am going, I'm looking good, I'm being bold, I'm being brave, I'm being beautiful. That's our tagline. Be bold, be, be brave, brave, be beautiful. beautiful. Amazing. I wear culture starts here. Right I Okay, I'm so a privileged to be in like the genesis of it. Well, not me. I I don't make it or anything. But <laughs> I've been talking to you by by, by proxy, three thousand, four thousand miles away, um, to witness You're this. Part of our so, process, Cassandra. We love yes. you. You're a part of our process in terms of getting it out to your your constituents and your your customers and your members or your viewers, uh, in in London. I mean, we want we want to be global, and this is how we do it, step by step. And yeah. Interview at a time, and they can go to www.vontel v o n t e l l e dot com, and start shopping. Yeah. And we ship. We will ship overseas. We ship as well. It's great in, in international. We ship overseas. The small, but we do it. We do make the accommodations. Perfect. That's amazing. Well, we're just going to end the podcast here. This is the Created for You podcast, and we'll with Vontel Eyewear and check them out. Thank you for listening to the Black Creative Handbook, your handbook for success, the manual, what you need to get there. Keep on working with us. Please share, comment, rate us, just help us out. We help you, you help us, we're family. Speak soon, next time, same time, next week. Show everybody love.